I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. All right, welcome to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is getting Lucy back in the water. Before we get started, this podcast is brought to you by Live Wildly Connected. If you want to master the game of connection, you're tired of feeling alone inside your own marriage, feeling even rejected by your wife, where she chooses her phone, social media, Netflix, her business, the children, sleep over you, and you're tired of that, and you want to cultivate more passion, more connection, and more desire inside your marriage, then find me on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and direct message me. Tell me I want to live wildly connected. All right, so this lesson is getting Lucy back in the water. Man, from the very beginning of my marriage, even before we ever got married, what is that, 13 and a half years ago when I met Lucy, and uh, we dated for, dated and were engaged for, um, see, five months and five months, so 10 years, I mean, 10 months overall before we got married. And, and then we've been married now for 12 and a half years. And from the very beginning, I always wanted to cultivate this desire and this passion in her. I've always been a really passionate guy. It doesn't matter what I do. It could be ping pong. It could be any sport, fishing, surfing now. Um, I mean, it could be anything, church, relationships, like all kinds of stuff. I'm just super passionate, and I've always been that way. It's not always been um, like super on fire throughout my entire life, but I could always find some compartments in my life to pour out this passion in. And Lucy has not been the way. She's been ex- the exact opposite, actually. And uh, there was one thing that she was passionate about. It was me, in the very beginning anyways. After kids and stuff, that often changed. I would say that completely changed. I thought I never got any bit of passion from her, but everything everything changed after kids. So after the honeymoon phase, I was her, um, she didn't have that passion anymore. I wasn't her passion anymore. And, and I've been on this journey, this hunt to bring out this desire and this passion in Lucy ever since. And one of these places where I really wanted Lucy to join me in my passion. Because here's the thing, I always knew I had this gift of when I could bring other people in my element, usually guys, well, guys and, and girls, both, I bring other people in my element where I'm passionate, I can inspire them. Whether it's jumping off cliffs, whether it's in the ocean, fishing, surfing, playing sports, I, I inspire other people around me, and I love that. And so that's the only tactic I've ever known to inspire people outside of the past like year and a half. Before that, like I've only known of getting people in my element to inspire them. And so for my first 11 and a half years of marriage, or 11 years of marriage, the first 11 years of marriage, I have been trying to awaken the fire and the desire inside of Lucy by inspiring her to get into my element. And so one of the ways was surfing. From the very beginning, I tried to get Lucy into surfing with me. 
This was six, seven, you know, six years ago. Six years ago, I tried to get Lucy in the water to surf with me. And it was hard. Like, it was so damn hard. And I didn't even know this at the time. But she was terrified of the water, terrified of the ocean. I come to find out later that when she was, like, two years old, she literally drowned in the bottom of a swimming pool and got the uh, got everything, CPR and everything, got revived, puking out green stuff or, um, yeah, green stuff coming out of her lungs. And, uh, and ever since, she's been terrified. Two years old, she's been terrified of the water. I had no idea. So it's been a big war. It's been a big journey getting her back in the water. And so, but the thing is, I convinced her. I convinced her and I got her into the water. This was six years ago. And she started surfing a little bit. She was having some fun. She was very hesitant. I mean, it was a big journey just to get her there. And then she got pregnant again with that third kid. And then she quit surfing. And she hasn't been surfing ever since. Now she's gotten back into snorkeling a little bit. And she gets in the water here and there, but not a lot. Stand-up paddle boarding. It's a different game because you're not really inside the water. And, uh, and kayaking and, and things like that, she can do. But surfing has been tough for her. And I spent the first 11 years of my marriage not just trying to convince her to surf, but trying to convince her to do things with me, anything, anything that I wanted her to do. Because I knew she was capable. Music is a big thing because she was passionate or she thought she was passionate about music. She wasn't really passionate. She was always just checking boxes, doing like pleasing people, doing what she thought that people wanted her to do. So that's why she sang. Not because she wanted to sing, but because other people wanted her to sing. And so she sang, she wrote lyrics, and she performed the way other people wanted her to. Selling out to other people. Never having her own soul. Never following her own heart. And so I tried to cultivate that in her. And the only way I knew how for the first 11 years of my marriage was to convince her. Using words. Convince her. I would argue with her. I would attack her. I would... Um, you know, I'd compare her to other people or even worse, compare her to myself and, and try to paint a picture for her. Like, this doesn't work. This sucks. You're better than this. You, you got to do better than this. I know you want this. I know you want this. I know you want this. Come on. You can do it. Do it. Don't be a little bitch. Don't, I might not have used that language. And sometimes I probably did. But I would try to convince her like a fucking lawyer. And it never worked. And the few times that it might have worked even if only temporarily, there was inevitable backlash. The resentment would build up under the surface. Another way of, I like to use, the word I like to use rather than trying to convince is manipulate. See, I had a desire for her. I knew she could be a certain person, whether it's singing and being herself, dressing the way she wanted to dress instead of the way the church wanted her to dress or the people wanted her to dress or her mom all that kind of stuff, being who she was, getting out of the box. She could never play sports. As a kid, her parents were like, you know, you you can't play sports because that will distract you from pursuing God. She was raised raised in a very Christian conservative environment. So she couldn't even play sports. And so I tried to get her out of her box to play some sports, have some fun. I could never do it. I tried to convince her. And I might do it for a little bit. And inevitably... He'll come back to punch me right in the dick. She would build up frustration and resentment towards me. And she you know, ultimately, in the back of her mind, she's like, this was not my idea. I did not want to do this. 
this is my husband's fault, and she would blame me. And I would get so pissed off because I'm trying, I'm doing the best I can to help her. I have the best intentions behind it. And this got so far to the point where, let me see, about seven years ago, six or seven years ago, around that time, I started getting really deep into skills of communication. And inside of that, I got big into seduction. Not trying to be an asshole, not trying to like manipulate people, but that's that's essentially what it was. And I got into this game of trying to get Lucy to think ideas were her own. You know that game where you can't convince someone, so you you try to like plant the seed. It's Inception, like the movie. Like you try to plant the seed and you get them to think that it's their own idea. And I used to do that with Lucy, and it would work every once in a while. And I was thrilled to death. I took so much pride in that. Only to have it bite me in the ass every single time, even if it was months or years later. It would bite me in the ass because ultimately she would find out that, hey, it was never her idea. It was really my idea. And I fucking manipulated her. And it would destroy our trust rather than grow our trust. And it happened the same thing with the ocean. Same thing with trying to get Lucy to surf. So here's the thing. There's another way, a way that not only is more effective and more efficient, gets the results, but also it grows the connection. It grows the trust rather than tearing it down. Well, there's nothing shady. And the thing is, there was some shady stuff going on back then, but it's not that I was bad or wrong or anything like that. Yeah, I was manipulative. We are all fucking manipulative. We're all liars. I had the best intentions trying to get my wife to be the greatest person she could be with the tools that I had. I read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books. I couldn't figure it out. Ultimately, the things I wanted for her back then, she wants for herself now. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get her to see that she wanted it for herself. So there's another way. There's a better way. And that's what this conversation of getting her back in the water comes into play. See, what I couldn't do back then was get through her fears, through her emotions, through the stories in her head that held her back from wanting what, not what I want for her, even though it is, often it is what I want for her, but held her back from what she wants from herself. The hardest question we have to answer in our lives in my experience, is what do I want? And Lucy is no exception to that rule. And so she has found it so hard to find out what she really wants inside her heart. Rather than knowing what she wants, she's just like me, just like all of us, have been more controlled throughout our lives living according to what other people want. What we should do, what we shouldn't do, what is right, what is wrong, what does God want, what does my parents want, what does the church want, what does my kids want, whatever my husband wants. And every time that happens, in my experience, it leads to resentment. Because our heart wants what it wants. And every time we suppress it and we go another direction and do what other, other people want for us, there's a frustration. And that frustration ultimately builds up a resentment. Inside that resentment, we blame. Inside that blame, we have guilt, we have shame, and it drags us down. So what if there's another way? Because there is another way. 
getting Lucy back in the water now is going to be a breeze. Right now, we're working on I mean, it's more so getting past all the stuff that we have going on this summer, business and oh, businesses and her music and having all four kids here at home with us out of school and, uh, and lots of other stuff going on this summer. But when it comes to just me and Lucy in the water, I had her in the water just the other day. She wasn't surfing, but she got back in the ocean and it was great seeing her play in the ocean. That was a big deal for her. She still has that trauma in the back of her heart, back of her mind. That she she's better in a, she's great in a swimming pool now, but in the ocean, the wild raw ocean, the other way, the other day, the waves were were sizable, they were head high. She was in the ocean, playing around at the beach, and I was proud of her. And so here's the other way: instead of trying to manipulate her, instead of trying to get her to do or see what I want, I get to the heart of it. I get past her emotions. I get all of her emotions, her feelings, her stories what she's thinking, why she wants what she, well, she thinks she wants what she wants. And I mirror it back to her so she can see a clear picture of herself. And then I dig deeper and find out her vision. I find out what she really wants. Because this is what she didn't know. That in the heart of her hearts, she herself actually wants to surf. She herself wants to master the game of the ocean. She wants to be a waterman. She wants to be able to free dive and snorkel and fish and, and surf and kayak and stand up paddleboard like a champ and even sail and all this stuff. She wants that. She just could never see that because of all the fears, all the worries, all the stories, all the beliefs in her head about herself, how she's not capable. And so here's the reality. Here's the truth in this message. That can change your life if you let it. When you treat people like they are, that is where they will stay. You treat people like they can be, and that is who they will become. I'll say it again. You treat people like they are, and that is where they will stay. You treat people like they can be, and that is who they will become. It works not only with our wives, it works with our children. It works with our prospects, our clients. It works with ourselves. It's setting that frame, creating those expectations, knowing that someone is this great, has this potential, and treating them like that person, seeing them like that person. See, often the, the issue is, though, is that we're caught up in our stories. Derek, Lucy is caught up in her stories. She's controlled by her fears. She can't see herself for who she can be, this badass. All she can see is a fear in front of her, the worries, the concerns. And she can't even see the possibilities, the possibility of being a badass in the ocean. And then me, if I'm not very clear, all I can see is her history and how she has failed again and again and again. And so I'm trying to convince her. Rather than getting very clear with all her emotions, all her stories, Connecting with her heart. Getting clear on what she wants. Drawing that out of her. Just being very curious. Being very open. There's no manipulation. There's nothing dirty. There's nothing hidden. There's no intentions of my hidden. I'm just very upfront, very clear. Like, hey, baby, I want to see you back in the ocean again. And she can give me whatever complaint, excuse, whatever she wants to. That's cool. But I make it nice and clear. Like, this is my intention. To see her back in the ocean. To see her surfing again. 
Do you want to have a conversation about that? Yes or no? Boom. Have a conversation about that. And inside that conversation, I can get really clear with all her, her beliefs, her stories, her mindsets, her fears. And inside of all that, get really clear with what she wants. And when she wants it bad enough, when she sees the impact of her not getting what she wants and the fruit of when she gets what she wants, when I treat her like the person she can be and she can see it in herself as her becoming that person herself and she's filled with all these feelings of confidence and feeling unstoppable and powerful that she can fucking do anything, invincible. Then she make a commitment. She can make a commitment to herself to become the waterman she wants to be, to get back in the water and surf. You treat people where they are, that is where they will stay. You treat people like they can be, and that is who they will become. To make that happen, first you must be able to see people. Not for the shit that's holding them back in life, not for their excuses, not for their reasons, not for their stories. You must be able to see people for their potential, for who they ultimately can be and who, can, who they can become as a human being. And here's the trick to that. The only way to see that in them is to be able to see it in yourself first. If you think they can be amazing and you haven't fucking conquered that yourself, that's another way of saying you're a fucking hypocrite. Your words are empty. If I want you to lose weight, but I'm overweight, I'm a hypocrite. I want you to quit smoking, but I've been smoking for 20 years. You have no power to hold people to who they can be. You have no power to set the frame and hold them to those expectations. Because your words are empty. They hold no weight. So first, you must have a vision for yourself. And then you have a vision for them. Treat them like they can be. And you will see spectacular results. And whatever that is for you. So here's the question. Where in your life are you trying to convince someone? Trying to convince someone of being better. Convince someone of getting some kind of results. Rather than clearly seeing them for who they can be. And holding them to that frame. Setting expectations for them and treating them like that person. That is how you inspire them. All right, guys. That's all I have for you today. This is a game changer. You put this into practice. This right here, I'm telling you, I spent the first 11 years of my marriage. And not just with my marriage. I'm talking with my kids. That is a big game. With my kids, trying to convince them this is right, this is wrong. This is what they have to do. This is what they should do. This is what they shouldn't do. And they might listen to me. And they did. They were very respectful. They listened to me all the time. And underneath the surface, they resented me. In fact, they would even hate me sometimes. They would tell me they loved me, but their hearts were far from me. So you mastered this game. And this is an absolute life changer. Marriage changer, family changer. Like this, this is everything right here. Treat people like they can be. All right, guys. So if you're getting value from this message, please don't hold it to yourself. First of all, do the work. 
Go handle this stuff. Stop trying to convince. Put this message to work. Second, don't keep this to yourself. Share this episode with a friend, with someone who you know can get the same value that you're getting from this. They could change their marriage, change their lives, change their relationships. And if you haven't already, please do me a big favor and help me push this message out in front of more men, more marriages, and more families. And you can do that by going to iTunes, scrolling down under the Surfing Lessons podcast, and hitting five stars and leaving a review from your heart. And if this is you, you want to master this game. You're tired of trying to convince your wife, convince your children of what you want them to do. And you're tired of maybe you even tried the whole manipulation tactic of trying to seduce them, trying to get them, trying to inception them, get them to think ideas are their own. My wife, I've caught my wife trying to do that to me, and it was there's nothing more disgusting. That feeling of like, oh, you think I'm so little, so small, so fucking retarded that you have to try to inception my ass. What the fuck? Like, it just, it is a gross feeling. And I've been on both sides of the equation. If that is in your game still, and you want to move past that, you want to be able to inspire your wife, your children to become the greatest versions of themselves without trying to convince them, without trying to be a lawyer, without trying to give them all the information and data to logically convince them or persuade them and without trying to manipulate them or inception them but you truly want to inspire them and move their hearts to make bold commitments in becoming the person that they want to be if that's you then find me on facebook at ryan p lampy and direct message me tell me a favorite words i love to read nowadays besides some of the dirty texts from lucy tell me i want to live wildly connected. All right, everyone. I love you all. Have an amazing rest of your day. I'll catch you in tomorrow's episode of the Surfing Lessons Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and have a powerful